RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. I absolutely love Victory Mondays. They are my favorite. And uh, when our Buccaneers get things done the way they did yesterday, uh, life is good. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that game yesterday in Atlanta. Uh, beautiful stadium. I've not been there, but uh, looks the part from outside. That is for sure. Now, let's get this straight. The Falcons aren't a great football team. But when you talk about playing a division rival in their house, just go back and look at, you know, the past with the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Almost all the games are relatively close. So beating them 30 to 17 uh, in their house is a, is a big deal. Are they a good team? Nope. Do they have a lot of good football players? No. Do they have some football good football players? Yes, absolutely. We just have too much for the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I don't know if they're good enough to beat us this year. Uh, let's talk about what happened before that game first and foremost uh, with the whole A.B. situation that's been going on. Um, listen, A.B. is a buccaneer as of right now, and we've all heard about the falsification of the vaccination card, and there was a couple other uh, players as well, Edwards being one of them. Um, I'm going to say this about A.B. Uh, when A.B. came here, I don't know if I was a big fan of him siding with the Buccaneers because, listen, when you sign a player, that's you. That's you saying that that's what I'm about. And I questioned it. Now, I'm going to say this. When this is all, I, I sat on the radio yesterday, like last week, and I heard so many people talk about, we have to cut him. Why? Can I ask a question? Why? He already put his hands on women. So you think falsifying a vaccination card is a reason to cut somebody? How about putting your hands on women? Okay. How about that one? So my whole thing about A.B., he's on your team. He's not a good person. He's not a good citizen. You cutting him doesn't make you look better. All you're going to do is cut him. And you know what can happen? He can surface on another team and come back and beat your ass in the playoffs. So I would be shocked if the Buccaneers cut A.B. I really would. Is it, is it a good look for Bruce Arians? Hell no, it isn't. Is it a good look, good look for the organization? Hell no, it isn't. But the best thing for the organization is them to bite their lip and just go on with their business, okay? He didn't kill anybody, all right? Is he an idiot? Hell yeah, he's an idiot. He'd been an idiot before he got here, he was an idiot. And he remains to be an idiot. But he's our idiot that happens to be able to run some good-ass routes when he's healthy. So don't be, don't be that person all of a sudden, I want to cut A.B. for what? To do what? I'm telling you, wouldn't be accomplishing anything because he's already a buccaneer. I already dealt with all the other bullshit in the past. So to cut him for a vaccination card to me, eh, eh, I don't think it's necessary personally. Now, going back to that game, um, I was about to go off on Leonard Fournette early in the game when he stepped out of bounds. For a second, I was. You know what? I, I said to myself, self, football's different. Football's different these days. Because, you know, I played in the in 90s and all the players that I watched in the 70s and 80s and all the ones that I loved like Walter Payton and Earl Campbell and all those guys who used to run over people, none of them are walking, okay? Either they're dead or they're not walking. Remember Franco Harris? Franco Harris used to step out of bounds. I hated Franco Harris. He's fine. <laughs> so do I like it? Nope. You know what? I really hated it. 
is when Ronald Jones stepped out of bounds on a first down run. On a nine-yard run, you stepped out of bounds on second and one? Ronald Jones, out of all people, a guy who gets, what, four or five carries a game? You're going to step out of bounds and not get the most out of what the hell you're doing? You are not Leonard Fournette anymore, Ronald Jones. So when you get that football, you better freaking fight for every last inch of it. So in a weird way, I'm almost defending Leonard Fournette for stepping out of bounds, and I'm almost jumping on uh, um, Rojo for doing the same exact thing because they're in totally different situations. Now, watching that game, um, Brady had 15 completions in their first quarter. <laughs> that's uh, that's unheard of. I mean, the, the Bucks came out and they the Bucks watched film and the Bucks said well, they can't cover any of us. They can't, and, and there was there was points left on that field, but the Buccaneers, they just, the, the the Falcons just can't deal with the Buccaneers. Fifteen completions in the first quarter, which is absolutely ridiculous, and Brady in general just was picking picking them apart. Um, Gronk is with if you take Brady out of the equation, Gronk's our most valuable offensive player to me. He's a different he's a difference maker to me. And when you saw, and I've been hearing a lot of different, you know, people talking about it, on the one Gronk, one of the two touchdowns that he had, not the wide open one, but the fade, you kind of looked at Tom Brady, look over him, look over at him and give him like kind of an indication of something. And what it is, is, you know, when you got, when you have a guy inside, you know, inside coverage on a six, seven, 270 pound guy, all he has to do is get behind him an inch and just throw a fade. And that's what he did. There's nobody on this green earth that can cover Rob Gronkowski on that fade route. Nobody. So it's good to have Brady who recognizes things. And it's good to have Rob Gronkowski who have been playing together forever. And I, I heard an interview with Gronkowski today talking about they've been practicing that since 20, 2010. Okay, 2010. It's 2021, people. That's a long ass time. So think about what Brady, how he was getting a comp, uh, you know, accustomed to what was happening here last year. He'd been doing the same thing with ground cast for the last 12 years or more. So listen, we're in good hands there. Uh, Brady played a good game, other than that interception four and a half. I'm not quite sure what the hell that was, to be honest with you. Listen, there's coaching points before you got in a huddle. Hey guys, we have 44 seconds left. Whatever we do, don't make, don't do anything stupid. Don't try to struggle for extra yards. Don't try to make that throw. Don't do anything stupid. And Tom Brady did the most ignoramus thing known to man. If that was Jameis, he'd be getting crucified. Okay, but it's Tom Brady. You're like, oh, that's Tom. He'll he'll recover from it, and he did. Now, it was good to see some strip fumbles. I saw Desir, who's on the, on the wrong end of a lot of coverage. He had a uh, strip fumble, which was nice. And listen, in general, our Buccaneers manhandled the Atlanta Falcons inside and out. Especially inside. What I mean, in, when I talk about inside, you, inside means you go to the football and work out. The Buccaneers won every battle from the inside out, okay? Whether it's on inside, they didn't get any pass rush on Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady had all day to throw the ball often. And at one point, uh, uh, Matt Ryan had 32 dropbacks, and he was hit 11 times. If you're hit one-third of the times you're dropped back, and you're an older quarterback, you don't think that's going to affect you? And you think Vita Vea and Dominican Sue are the type of guys you want to be getting hit by? I think you better take a good look at those guys, because that's not who I want to be hit by. 
Su, Vida Vea, Golston, Nacho. We have four cats that are housing people inside. I mean, they're bending over linemen. I'm telling you, it's fun to watch. I was here watching uh, the, the game with Tony Mayberry and every other play. We're like, damn, you see Will Golston? You see Vida Vea? Those guys are killing people on the inside. And when, if you're winning battles inside, offensively, defensively, it sure is hard to lose football games. It, it sure is. Now, it looks like there's some kind of miscommunication going on with Mike Evans and Tom Brady. It's been two weeks in a row. Uh, last week, it was a ball came off his hand. This week, another miscommunication. Kind of looked like he kind of short-armed it. Uh, don't know what's going on there. He's not getting his same. Listen, Dalvin had 15 catches for 143. 15 catches. So if you're Mike Evans and you had two catches, there were two great catches, by the way, you got to be thinking, what the hell's wrong with me? How come I'm not getting fed? So I'm not saying, you know, there's problems in Mudville, but it doesn't look right. Because when Tom does go to Mike, it just seems a little bit off. When that used to be the go-to. You know, Gronk had two tutties as he normally does here as of late. Um, and listen, Gronkowski, it'd be nice to getting, it'd be nice to get Gronk some, you know, rest time before the end of this season before the playoff starts because he ain't no spring chicken. Gronk played 58 plays yesterday. Does anybody want to know how many plays uh, OJ Howard played? Anybody want to guess? Six. And I don't know if there were offensive plays. They could have been special teams plays. So six plays for OJ Howard when Gronk is coming off an injury? Uh, okay, we could keep on talking about this kid, but I'm going to make that prediction right now. O.J. Howard is done. I mean, they're phasing him out. They don't even want to. He's not part of the game plan. You play six plays in general, you are not part of any kind of game plan. And for a guy to have that much ability and look that great and blah, 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 blah. Boy, we can't figure out a way to do anything with this son of a gun. Really. I mean, I just don't I just don't know what to say about him anymore. And we had a, a, an email here by Pizza Lover who likes to hit us up, and we appreciate it. Uh, is it just me or is Brady getting really frustrated with Mike being Mike Evans? That's two games in a row where it looked like Mike made business decisions on throws that could have been caught. Um, he says, how long till you think Brady stops looking for Mike? Well, I, I'm not sure it hasn't happened already. Um, I don't know if he stopped looking for him, but listen, when you have uh, – three receivers out there and you know what the coverage is you have a choice of where you're going to go with the ball and if you know it's a man-to-man coverage and there's three guys that are man-to-man it's up to you where you go with the ball you're going to go where you feel comfortable and right now Godwin is where Tom Brady feels comfortable it may be different next week it may, it may be different the week after that but right now Gronkowski and Godwin and Fournette is where Brady feels comfortable and that's okay. And in, in a couple of weeks, it may change. Scotty Miller may come about. Mike Evans may come back. But right now, we're doing well with what we got. And uh, listen, we're scoring at least 30 points on everybody. 30 points is, a, is an off offensive game for this Buccaneer team, okay? Because that's just the way it goes. So, you know, five games left in the season. Man, looking at this schedule, if they lose more than one, I'll be shocked. Um, this Buccaneer team is high-flying, man. I mean, there was a time early in the season where people were questioning. It, it ain't today. 
If you want to see a couple things you want to nitpick about, listen, you could you could nitpick about anything. You know, we gave up too much on third down, 9 of 17, that's too much. 3,380 yards total offense is too much. 120 yards off run, rushing is too much. 5.3 yards of carry is too much. But once again, they, they scored 17 points. So it's really hard to complain in a game where the other team scored 17 points. And we had three penalties. Thank the Lord. Those are things that have to be improved on, period. And I'd like to see us run the ball a little bit more, a little more consistent basis as we're getting into December, if you know what I mean, because that's what we did last year. If anybody ever wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you email me with any questions, and please make sure you're listening to the other podcasts as well. And Beckles and Retro 95.3 WDAE. Everybody have a wonderful week. Enjoy Victory Week, because we win every darn week. It's a beautiful thing. Go Bucks! Everybody have a wonderful week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.